Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a lab. thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes. We are back. In fact. Well, where are we this time, though? Uh, unlike last time, we're in the Fancy Lad Podcast Studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. Do you want to take a minute there to fix your microphone? Is it not in the right spot for you? Let me just see if it's going to droop. I think this will be good. Doesn't look like a droopy boy. Yeah. Yeah, I think this will be fine. But where were we? Uh, what, a minute ago, we were talking about how we are in the Fancy Lad Podcast Studio. How, and we are, in fact, back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Right. That's the most important bit of information we want people to take away from this as well is that we are back on the Fancy Lad podcast. And, you know, it's been a minute, so they could maybe call it a comeback. They could call it a comeback. I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah. How far would you go? Probably just come. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. We'll we'll figure out the back situation later. Yeah, start with the come, and mm-hmm. then the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. But you know, back on the fancy flad sh- schmodcast, spanchy cab plob bob, as usual, per usual, as we do, and uh, every week without fail. And yeah, it's good to be back. Oh man, it's great to be back. The fans have been clamoring. They've been oh my god, flooding. Our emails. Flood in our emails, flood in our DMs, flood in our basements. Thank God I bought all these flood pans. That is a good, well, I mean, I meant to get flood pans, but I accidentally got all these bed pans. Mm. Which I wouldn't mind that much, but they're filthy. They're filthy? Oh, they're filthy. They're used. They're from an estate sale. That's, well, why did I, I mean, I guess my first question would be, A, what were you doing at the estate sale? Looking for uh, half-used tubes of toothpaste for discounted rates. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, B, mm-hmm. why did you end up buying all the used bedpans? Because I needed somewhere to store all my extra half-tubes of toothpaste that I got at a discounted rate. Okay, so you're using them as storage units. Oh, yeah, storage units. I mean, that is what a bedpan is, when you think about it. When you get down to brass tacks. Yeah. A little brass bedpan. That's some antique roadshow level shit. Antique roadshow. Antique roadshow. Antique roadshow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you should try cooking in it, actually. I should try cooking in it. You know, because it is a pan. That is a pan. The air fryer has been real nice to me, but you know, maybe I'll move on to the bed pan. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so you can have, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in bed. Mm hmm. Crack an egg on that bitch. That's what I'm saying. Mm hmm. You know, mm hmm. If nothing else, mm hmm. I think people should take away that they need to crack an egg on that bitch. Oh, God, and that to. we're back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Right. And again, that is probably the most important bit of information that we want you, the listeners, to take away from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just this episode in particular. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's pretty much why we've been doing this since day one. I mean, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. The hard-hitting skate journalism hard-hitting has been skate, great. Absolutely hard-hitting skate journalism. You know, but it's it's to educate the people. About us being back. 
I was being back. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, what's the great thing about the internet and YouTube is that it's given us this forum. Oh, my God. We needed a forum, too. We, every day we were just going outside and, and yelling it, you know, into the void. We are back. We're back. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah you. Hey. Who, me? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing right now? Well, I'm just walking home with my groceries. Okay, do you have a minute? I just want to tell you one quick thing. Yeah, I got a minute, but I do have some... Uh, We're back, motherfucker! Oh, no, 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 We're no, back! My perishables. And that's usually how it goes. Yeah, he probably had avocados in there. Dude, probably. They were all browned by the time he got home. Yeah. Fucking sucker. Yeah, what an idiot. If he didn't buy all those avocados, he could probably afford a home. Yeah. To own a home, that is. Yeah. So he could store all of his bedpans somewhere. And we're back to the bedpans, you know? That's what, that's, see, that's another thing. Bedpans actually might be at the center of the universe. All things revolve around bedpans. It's true. A lot of things are based in, uh, you know, you know, there's no fact anymore. It's just opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard that opinions yep. are kind of like... Like what? Assholes. Oh. How so? You just want to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the saying. Oh, yeah. They're like, opinions are like assholes because you just want you want to gobble them down. Damn it. That is the saying. <laughs> that is the saying. That's the real one. I couldn't fucking remember it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then you have to do that. Mm-hmm. 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 We all gobble them. We all get you know, we're a couple of, we, <laughs> a couple of goblins over here. That, or that's the rest of the saying, mm-hmm. and that's where the term goblins came from. And we all think they don't stink, right? Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Did so. So we love opinions. I think so. Opinions are like assholes in that we love them and we want to eat them. Yeah, I, I think that's it, and I think that's you know. I think we should just. <laughs> try to find a guest with such strong opinions just because mm-hmm. i like them exactly how i like my your assholes yeah just extra strong extra strong yeah that's what i was gonna say toit opinions yeah mm-hmm. just you could you know snap a, a chopstick in there or something you know oh, ouch yeah that would splinter city yeah let's just say something like popsicle or something a popsicle yeah yeah, I could snap a popsicle in there easy. Damn popsicles it. aren't that strong. All right. Well, so yeah, we need to find a, a, a guest that has just such strong opinions, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And one that maybe has found a forum as similar as our own to voice their said opinion. So, I mean, before we do, though, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just a little rusty because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Rusty boy. Let me just crack into a fucking. Oh. Dude, what the hell was that? Dude, I don't know if you've heard of this, mm-hmm. but it's actually a Mad Perf Sesh. Oh. oh. Brought to you by Clown Shoes Beer. And hold on, there's a little something underneath. Let me dust that up. Mm-hmm. And Fancy Lad Skateboards. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. A collab beer with Clown Shoes and Fancy Lad? What? Oh, my God. And, dude, we're both on the can. Oh, that is insane. That's crazy, but... Are there monsters fighting in the background on the can? Yeah, there's Godzilla and fucking Iron Man. Dude, that is crazy. Why would they be arguing? Probably because Robert Downey Jr. is a fucking dick. Dude. Yeah, that's probably has something to do with it. He's probably arguing that, like, 
You could probably fucking suck his own dick faster than Godzilla or something. And Godzilla's like, no. <laughs> no, no one sucked dick faster than Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a little Yoda in him, you know? Mm. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, and it's a delicious beer. And I think everyone should uh, go uh, order some off of clownshoesbeer.com, quite frankly. Damn. You know what? I might order some off clownshoesbeer.com while we're looking for that guest. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't we go do that? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever since the bank repossessed our home, I've had a cut down on how much money I'm spending on craft beer. Daddy, who are you talking to? No one, son. Go back to bed. Okie dokie, if you say so. That's why I started buying cans of Liquid Death Mountain Water. Liquid Death Mountain okay, Water. Daddy, you're definitely talking to someone. And don't try and act like we haven't had this conversation before. Crispy, if I have to tell you to go to bed one more I'm time. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Liquid Death Mountain Water is the most refreshing way to murder your thirst. And it comes in a cool 16-ounce can, so you can help reduce plastic pollution and feel like a big boy while you're doing it. Oh, wow, that is a cool can. Let me see, I want to try it. Oh, okay, that's fine, Crispy. It's just water, so it's safe for babies. Oh, it would be so spicy. I want some more. Okay, that's enough. Give Daddy back his thirst murderer. No, I want it. To learn more about Liquid Death and where to buy it, visit www.liquiddeath.com or visit us on Instagram at Liquid Death. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. And that was a fantastic break. Oh, my gosh. Just one of those breaks you dream about. Mm-hmm. And you know, my break dreams have been becoming lucid lately. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that on the Break Dream podcast. Or the spinoff with the Lucid Break Dream podcast. Yep. Also part of the Fancy Lab podcast multiverse. That's right. You know, we're building an empire over here. But mm-hmm. enough about that. You know, let's introduce our very special guest. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gifted Hater himself. Oh, boy. Joa. Hello. What's up? Hey, Hey. welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to say thanks for being on. Yeah. This is kind of a uh, premiere episode of a new season, if you will. So this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You guys Mm -hmm. have been on a a break, I hear. A little bit. We're on a break. Has it been the talk of the town over there? Oh, every yeah, everybody's like, yeah, guys, the uh, fucking where's Fancy Lad been? I haven't heard a heard an, a, even a peep out of a out of a, out of them for a while. So I'm 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 flattered that I'm going to be the uh, debut episode of the new season. Hell mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We don't know what to listen to for one hour out of the week on Tuesday now. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how I feel. What is what's up? This studio you guys are in is it, is that real or is oh, oh yeah, fake, it's real, isn't it? No, not, well, I mean, as well, fake as anything else in this world. You know, the podcast, it's been treating us well. Let's mm-hmm. say that. Ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> yeah, that's a sick. I, I know you guys are from Portland, right? No, no Boston. Boston. Or Oregon somewhere. Sorry. Oh, no, it's Boston? Ma- yeah, Massachusetts, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, fucking, I'm supposed to know this, too. Yeah. E- East Coast represent. Okay, my bad, my bad. I thought maybe yeah, you guys lived in like the forest or something, and that's how you can have this like sweet podcasting studio. No, that would no, be no. awesome. We but... just got so much money from the podcast that we can afford real estate in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah, Makes yeah. Sense. Do you guys, do you guys do it in? Uh, do you guys like do it on on Spotify and SoundCloud and everything? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you upload to YouTube? Actually, SoundCloud's the only one that we don't put it on. Yeah, I know. As soon as I said that, I was like, wait a minute, I don't think it's on SoundCloud. But it's on, you know, it's on all the, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTubes. Okay, so it is on YouTube. It's on, you know, Google Play, Stitcher, <laughs> you know, all those random ones. Yeah, the Spanky episode I hear has a, you know, a enormous view count of like 500 on YouTube. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so I, doing, if I had a podcast, well. I would definitely like put it on YouTube and, and try to clickbait the hell out of it because I feel like it's so difficult to like grow your podcast on like all these random like Google Play and like Walmart Soundwave. You know, like there's so many different options for, for podcasting that I don't know how you like how you get big. Well, Walmart Soundwave actually cut us a pretty tasty deal, so oh yeah, I, I would appreciate if you didn't speak ill of them. <laughs> I apologize. Yes, thank you. I for, yeah, thank you. That's forgiven. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know either. You know, maybe maybe that's where we're fucking up. Maybe we need to go hard on the clickbait game, dude. We definitely yeah. got to go hard on the clickbait game. What do you think? We had like a title on the Spanky episode that's like Spanky secretly likes dolphins, and then he's like looking like over his shoulder, <laughs> shocked. He's like. Yeah. I caught you. We I caught you red-handed. I wouldn't even get that specific. You don't want it to like even mention what he does like. You want it to be mm-hmm. like Spanky won't likes what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spanky You'll likes his what? Spankied? Yeah. Question mm-hmm. mark. Um, but I'll tell you, I I get this is what I get a lot, and because I most of my YouTube videos are like, I guess pretty long form. I have so many like people emailing me i don't know from what country because sometimes the english is a little sketchy but basically what they want to do is they want to turn like all my youtube videos into youtube shorts do you guys know what that that is no well it's basically youtube is doing tiktok stuff where they'll do like i don't know like 10 to 30 second videos and then they have their own like YouTube shorts section. So people want to take my videos and then chop them and then put them in into that. And maybe that they seem very adamant that it's a that it's a winning strategy when they're proposing it to me. So maybe that's what you guys should be doing is uh chopping your podcast into YouTube short segments. Yeah, we got to start well, yeah, we got to start with the video first. We haven't we 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 haven't delved into the video aspect, but you know, but you know, who knows what the future holds? But we could still take the audio and have somebody animate it. Yeah, that's true. That would be nice. Yeah, for the YouTube short. I mean, I'm still baffled, you know, of, of how people grow such a a large YouTube following. You know, and I'm not going to ask you your secret. You know, mm-hmm. I know that that is, you know, I can. Just... An- I'll answer it. I, All right. I what, it. I what's your secret? You what what's your secret? How did you gain such a big following? Because and I'm, I'm going to bleep this whole answer. So. Because outside <laughs> of revive and that like whole god awful like sort of clickbait john hill type like approach yeah i don't know how you did it and just ha- actually maintain credibility you know because that stuff is just so cringe mm-hmm. well i think everybody like uh, m- kind of mutually agreed upon that and so that was like kind of my um i saw their business strategy as like uh being horrible like like just shameless youtubers and that had been like what most of like skateboarding youtube was um and that was my blueprint for what not to do like and i was obsessed with not 
like not marketing myself in a way that I I thought was like at, at super cringe. So basically, what I did was, and this is going to sound contradictory, but I made a bunch of TikToks. I had a TikTok page, and I actually like tried hard, and I like it was it, during COVID, and I thought the stuff that I was making was was actually funny. I I have no idea what I would think about it now. Like making mm. skits, like skateboarding skits at my house by myself, I'd probably hate it. But that's how I got like followers initially, is by doing that. And then whenever I like sort of reached uh, arbitrary amount that I thought would be um, suitable to to like launch a YouTube channel, because I think it's very difficult to just start and just raw dog a YouTube channel and expect people to click on it. I think. It exactly. needs like a little bit of a, a push. You get, you know, like maybe a couple hundred people are, are going to be there in the beginning, but that's a lot easier than I think than than starting from from zero. I think that starting from zero on YouTube, unless you really really know what you're doing, is is exceptionally difficult. So I already had a couple people because that's what TikTok is good for. It's good f- for being discovered because the algorithm will actually show your stuff to people that have no idea who you are. YouTube doesn't doesn't really do that as much so that's how i got started anyway and then i think that skaters liked me trying to not do the youtuber thing um because that's all that was out there so basically i wanted to be like the opposite of like the current skateboarding youtubers like an anti um skateboard youtuber and i kind of waged a war for a little bit there against them i think yeah so the tiktok though that was uh that was more skit oriented because what you do now is more, I would say a journalistic approach or a criticism <laughs> of skateboarding. Yeah. yeah so no. it wasn't actually the same content though. Yeah, no, not, not, not really. I mean, it's, it's funny. Uh, you do have to like, it depends on the, the content um, or the, co- I, I should say the platform you should modify. I think your your content to reflect what the people on the platform are going to want. So I hate that I have to like sound like such a fucking dickhead about this, but these are the, these are the only way I know how to describe it. It's like on TikTok because your video can be seen by anybody and they don't read the title. They don't get a chance to click on it. it. Just shoves it in your face. If I'm like on TikTok and I'm like hitting you with my like opinions about why I think like Caleb Barnett is like a bit overrated or something, you might like, click on that and be like, well, what the fuck? Like, I really like him. I didn't want to see this. And you're just gonna be like, who the fuck asked for your opinion, dude? But if you go on YouTube and you see like five skaters that I think are overrated and you can see my channel, you can see my subscribers, you can see my my views, then it's like, okay, this is like, I agreed to click on this video. I kind of know what I'm getting into. So for, for TikTok, I did like skits and silly stuff because basically I think taking yourself seriously on tiktok has like a five percent success rate most like the vast majority of stuff on there is just shit posting because i don't think most people that even go on tiktok that want to watch like 10 30 one minute uh videos 10 second 30 second one minute videos even want to be like hit with like some try hard opinion they just want to like sit on the toilet and laugh for a second yeah they don't they they can't deal with the truth they can't handle the truth <laughs> mm. you know but they want it's a zoomer yeah. safe haven yeah i was thinking about going on tiktok everyone was against it for some reason there's just such a uh even though there's millions more of views everyone's so there's a stigma that's like 
yeah this, this like teeny bopper social media that is just so lame that it ruins your credibility but you know it's just a forum like any other you know agreed so, yeah i don't think it matters the the it really doesn't matter i don't think the where you put your stuff it just matters whether or not you're annoying you know because if right. you're annoying on youtube you're annoying on youtube and if you're annoying on tiktok you're annoying on tiktok it, you know you just yeah. if you don't want to be annoying then then don't be annoying right mm, that's sound advice hey, you know <laughs> you know what i really appreciate about the uh the whole page too uh uh the whole gifted hater brand is that you know you're not anonymous I love that, you know, because everyone can hate on the internet, comments, meme pages. Everyone doesn't have the balls to show their face, mm. you mm. know, and I think it helps. Obviously, you can't really do it and be a part of the skate industry, which I think mm -hmm. is really smart of you, knowing that, like, you aren't chasing after, like, a pro board or something, right. you know, because you can't be like. Yeah, buy my board and then be having this harsh criticism of all these other people within right. the industry that are, you know, actually selling a shit ton of boards. Right. Yeah. Cool. I can't like put myself if I turned my if I started my own board company or if a board company wanted to turn me pro, then like my role would 100% change because I would be in the same echelon as the group of people that I was criticizing. Um and obviously, I'm not as good as any of the pros, so it would kind of be like, "What the fuck is this guy's this guy's deal? Everybody here is better than him." So I wouldn't, yeah, I totally wouldn't do that. And I've actually, I've like, I've had some offers to do some industry stuff. Like I got um, some guy at uh, this dude at, at Vans asked me if I wanted to do this like commentary event for the US Open and I thought about it and I was like it might be kind of fun and I, I just realized that it's like it doesn't it doesn't really make much sense and I think agreeing to do more and more industry stuff and putting myself more and more in the industry can only like serve to harm my like is my my role as like an outsider and it can make the only thing it's going to do is make me more biased, you know, by, by yeah. getting closer and closer to the industry. So I've tried to limit the amount of like people in the industry that I will like be friends with and, and stuff like that. Not that I'm like telling people to fuck off if they ask me to skate or anything, but right. um, I do have to, I do have to like maintain a, a, a like some professional separation, I guess. Like uh, Jerry, because um, I skate for sci fi, I guess. Um, oh, nice. Where, yeah, he he asked me. Um, our our friend works for Sci-Fi in a sense. He's uh, their filmer. Matt oh, really? King. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, oh, did he? What 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 did he film for them? He filmed that Ryan Lay part. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's sick. Um, but yeah, Jerry basically offered to like fly me to Copenhagen because he was going to go with uh, Ryan and Aaron as well. And I was like, damn, that sounds so fun. But then I was like, oh, this is actually the opposite of the situation that I should be putting myself in, which is like every single person in skateboarding is all going to be in the same place at the same time. Right. Um, and it's kind of a lose-lose for me because if I have an epic time and I make like a bunch of friends, um, then I'm like, oh, cool. 
um, and somebody comes out with a, a part or something, one of the people I met in Copenhagen that I'm friends with, and I, I don't like it, and people ask me what I think about it, then I'm like, oh, uh, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, that's the homie um, yeah, type of thing. Yeah. And then if everybody hates me and they think that I suck, well, then that's also shitty. So um, I just I decided not to go. <laughs> I hear you. That's what that's that happens to us all the time where, uh, you know, <laughs> we we will be hating on a person. Matt Tomasello says it all the time. He if he meets somebody, he can't talk shit on them anymore. So it's it's. Oh, really? It's, uh, you know, it's a blessing. And I mean, what is it? It's something. It's a curse and a blessing. You know, I mean, it's kind of fine <laughs> if if it's not like your your job. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. No, no, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure he's not actually banking on it, but it is a it is a, a cold hard fact. It's like there's been like so many cases where uh, you know, it's just fun to talk shit, and if yeah. you meet if you meet the person, then it's like you can't do it anymore. Yeah, like, god damn. Now I love him. Now even I love him. Even if it's even if hey. it's like somebody following you on Instagram or something, I'm like, oh man, I feel bad. Like now that I know this dude likes my videos because he followed me, and like. I was like halfway through editing my my hit piece on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I I I feel I feel bad. Like I haven't had that specifically happen, but I've had situations that are similar where I'm like this guy some dude messages me and is like, "Yo, big massive fan, love the shit." And I was like, "Fuck. I was going to say something at some point." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I do see that you could probably, I mean, you were mentioned how they, they offered you a job, uh, you know, Vans did. I mean, I was at the gym watching X Games Real Street, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, Gary Rogers was doing the uh, commentary. commentary. Yeah, commentary. And yeah. so I could definitely see just, I mean, Gary Rogers is probably the most, like, uh, similar sort of figure in skateboarding that I can think of, who is who's now... I mean, I can't think of a more like mainstream, yeah, right, yeah, thing so, yeah, other than like X Games, Street League, and now he's in, he's in it, you know. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I think he, I think he may have announced that some of the Street League as well at some point. Yeah, so I'm surprised that a big company hasn't asked you to be like a creative director because your opinion holds a lot of weight. Like, I'm surprised that fucking Karyuma hasn't just written you a check with so many zeros that you can't even count them just to be like you need to help us be like legit man yeah i don't you know it's weird like because it's me i don't know it's it's hard to gauge your own like opinion and like what it affects but there have been like certain situations in which i have said something like i don't like how this graphic has like the welcome boards. Like, I don't like how they all have like the little circle graphic at the bottom. Like, I think it's stupid and I don't know why it's there. Like something like that. And then like the next drop, like I, there were a couple boards that like didn't have it and people will tag me and be like, look, look, look that you did this. But mm. I'm like, did I, did I do that? Or is it like a, a, a coincidence? And like, I don't want to over yeah, just like parallel think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to like think that I am like fucking the puppet master of of skateboarding or something because the other side of it is that like I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Like I'm glad that a lot of people like agree with me or resonate or find me like entertaining or something, but like 
I don't think that I know, I don't actually think that I know better than like 90% of the industry or something like that. I definitely think that there are people that like have jobs at massive skateboard companies that like literally have no fucking clue what they're doing. Like if you guys saw that last plan B video, it was like, Oh God, it's horrible. Insane how bad it was. It was like crazy how, how fucking soulless and just like, they it's like just like yeah, it's like went what into is a this? random song yeah. generator and yeah, just exactly. like picked exactly. stuff out. There was um, nothing it was not not cohesive at all. I mean plan was, plan B has kind of been a joke since they came oh, yeah, back. Yeah, for sure. I mean I guess it was cool just because it was cool it was right like, when they came back. Because it was like, Oh my god, PJ Ladd. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Ryan Gallant. Oh yeah, my but god. it's it's surprisingly bad. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I showed up for Pat Duffy, and I gotta say, he was Dude, the yeah. only thing that I liked out. Oh of yeah, that, that no, yeah, no, he, he did. He, he did. His part was good. He was surprising, actually. He's like, like forty-seven, some, right? Yeah, he hit some yeah. massive stuff. Absolutely, like the, it was crazy. What was that back tail bank or something that like was it like a big flip back tail? Yeah, he, like yeah, he did big flip, flip back. back mm-hmm. Yeah, big flip back tail into yeah, that. Then he yeah, went into that, that bank. bank. That was yeah, that was crazy as fuck. Yeah, that was sick. Um, yeah, yeah, and then that like that rolling to that rolling grind was fucking pretty gnarly too. Yeah, how, honestly, how old is he? Like forty seven. I think or he's forty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> That's very I mean, crazy. I, I mean, Hawkman's fifty four now, right? Yeah, uh, just exploded his femur, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I honestly couldn't even tell you one other trick in that video outside of Duffy's part, though. Honestly, I mean. It was, uh, I don't know that. They, I remember. They, they, I remember. They've always Nolly, been so. They, even the graphics, though, is they've they've only so ran the B for like, like forever. Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy, and they didn't even do anything good when they first came back. Before, I mean, they had that. Did they? Was it Plan B that had the Jeremy Rogers Sopranos graphic? Was that a Plan B board? Oh, I don't or, know. That or was that? Or was that girl? Um, but. But yeah, it. they just had. They would just be like, "Oh, Gallant, like, like uh, Bruins," you know. They would just yeah. do like sports thing. Like, yeah. don't know, it was just yeah, nothing fun. Which isn't jockey at all, by the way. Right. Also, we're spending way too much time talking about Plan B. Yeah, we're giving them <laughs> too much free advertising. Yeah, seriously, God damn. Because even see, that's the thing. Even if you're talking uh, shit on someone, you you have the respect enough to give them attention. You know. Yeah, you know what else is weird though about like my my current position and like I I used to go a lot harder than I than I do now is that like I the <clears throat> like the amount of power that I have like stumbled into inside of like a relatively small industry when you when like if you get like 5000 views and like you nobody like there are a couple people like give a shit and pay attention to your videos and like it's pretty much open season like mid-level pros low-level pros like ams and stuff like you could just fucking light them up um on youtube but then like if i do a video now about like some pro that's like not making any money or some shit and maybe like their sponsor is like not super stoked on on them or whatever and i like tear them to pieces in a youtube video and like all the 14-year-olds that watch me go onto their Instagram page and start, like, fucking harassing them and stuff, even though that's, like, never my intention. I never want people to do that. But people inevitably do it anyway because they think that it's, like, it's something that I want or it's the thing that they're supposed to do because they don't realize it's, like, you know, I want to keep it insular. I want to just, like, have my channel. But it doesn't work like that. It obviously, you know, it affects other things. Um, And then, like, fucking what if... 
I don't know, there it's going to be like some small skater that's like, why is everybody so fucking pissed at me? Like, all I'm doing is skateboarding because people can't, like, see that there's humor in it. Um, the people that watch me as well, like, they will just take my shit too seriously and then go fuck with somebody who, like, isn't making enough from skateboarding to, like, warrant that type of abuse. Do you know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's always... I mean, well, it sounds like you got a, a diehard legion of you know sweaty and deranged fans out there, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, Dude, ready ready to at, at your will to do your bidding. Yeah, I mean, you're a true uh, you know bully pulpit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's always yeah. I mean, the easiest, but that that's the thing too is that the easiest targets are like they they must get boring because it's like. How many yeah. times are you going to, like, go after Nija right. or, like, somebody like that? Because it's, like, you know that that is completely safe and, like, okay to hate on because they're making the most money in skateboarding. Right. Right, right. No, it's a weird It's a weird thing to, like, figure out what is acceptable to, like, who is an acceptable target and, like, for, for how long? It, like, Nija is, like, a staple of, of like, skateboarding criticism, uh, you know, for so many reasons. Um, like, the ones you're saying, he's, like, the kookiest, corniest dude, but also is, like, the most paid. So he is, like, the perfect villain. Um, and I think as long as people are, like, saying things that are not the exact same thing as people have been saying for the past five years about Nigel, then it's like fine to keep making fun of him. It's just not funny if the same joke is repeated like every single fucking time. So um, I'm happy to cover Nigel when when he like does something like new. weird. Yeah, yeah, crazy. and yeah. and he's funny, got some new like, content. Yeah, yeah. If he has like a new Halloween costume that is funny or some shit like that, I'll totally cover it. But it's like. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, go scrape the bottom of the barrel for the Nija stuff. Um, right. Same way as, like, I don't scrape the bottom bottom of the barrel for, like, the Steve Barra stuff anymore. Like, I was grinding that shit when I started my channel because it was, like, I play a lot of games, like League of Legends. It's e- ELO. It's to climb the ranks, you need ELO. And if it's easy, if the climbing is easy, it's free low. Like, Steve Barra content is free low. Um, well, that makes sense because he's just so eager to engage yeah I, like, I have a video of him right now talking shit on me and i haven't even done anything with it yet because i'm like uh, this is it's, it's it's just sitting there on it's it's so it's this juicy piece of meat waiting for me to just throw it on the grill but i like i did, my motivation is not that high where did he uh where did he release that oh it's not him it's him at like some event and like some kids are talking to him asking him questions about me and yeah. uh I think he says something along the lines of like he's he's on his like fucking pastor mode, Scientologist pastor mode. He's like, you know, a guy like that, um, he's failed at every single thing in his life, so he feels the need to to lash out at, at everybody around him, <laughs> which mm. I think is is a pretty funny way of of looking at it, being like it's. totally impossible that I could be doing anything that people might disagree with. Uh, Everybody that is a dissenter just must be fucking miserable. Yeah. You should uh, review his uh, movie of 16 sips. Oh, I've, I've heard that. I haven't seen it, but I I've been dying to ever since it's been the, the, they played the trailer at the end of CKY2K. You know what? I should watch that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised I haven't yet too. It's got that uh, Leo Fitzpatrick from uh, from Kids in it. It's something to keep living for. Just like yeah, the just donut on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. One day I will watch the Steve Barra <laughs> yeah. movie. <laughs> exactly. I I remember like back in the day, uh, I emailed Steve Barra because in um, uh, William Spencer's part, he ripped off one of Fisk's tricks, and I was just irate and just it was total <laughs> total joke though. Like, but he wasn't picking up on the least bit of sarcasm no. at all i was no. like when he offered to bring us to have a skate at the barracks i was like i will now refer to you as care Barra from now on because <laughs> of the selflessness of you that you've expressed and he just it just i don't know he just like ignored it all or he didn't get it he's just he's really an anomaly it's <laughs> you gotta it's... love it it sucks because it would be so sick, too, if he, like, kind of did have a sense of humor about it, which I think he is maybe starting to develop a little bit. Like, his last, the Battle at the Barracks finals night, like, I it was tough to tell. It was like, is he starting to understand a little bit, or is he actually just fully losing his fucking mind? Yeah. Um, one one or the other. I don't know if you guys watched that. but No, like, I missed it. Okay. Who the who the who the fuck who the fuck was there at anyway? Fucking Burberry and fucking oh kid uh, from kids or some I mean uh, mid nineties or some shit. No, I don't think uh, that yeah gentleman that young boy made it quite that far. But it was uh it was like Sewa Kotrev, uh this Karyuma kid uh, Tyson Peterson. Um, and then the kid that, that won it is, uh, this, uh, guy from Scotland or something named Jamie Griffin, who's just like a, uh, like a f- cracked out flat ground skater. And then, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, P-Rod was supposed to go, but he got COVID and then, uh, Chris Cole replaced him and, uh, f- phoned it in. <laughs> he phoned in his game of skate? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah I, I just I mean, landed, I just landed a fake tray flip. This this kid Jamie oh yeah very good uh, yeah. this this the, the the kid Jamie Griffin who ended up winning can't do three sixties on flat and so was Chris Cole was doing three sixty and you just do three sixty power slides um and they just didn't say anything they're like all right I guess that's fine and Chris Cole was like okay if you guys are fine with it he didn't even pop his tail he didn't try to just do the one eighty one eighty no, pivot. It was- it was like a it was like a sort of back 180 to like full power slide type of thing and some of All them right. were like 360 pirouettes you know just unacceptable unacceptable stuff <laughs> yeah yeah so it sounded like it might have been like a Gareth stare 360 mm. something like that Damn. I know I gotta catch up on my barracks you know ever since they moved to that app or whatever oh yeah yeah that was a problem caffeine yeah, that- TV. <laughs> that was a huge that was a huge problem for me. No, the kids the kids were not happy about that. I I think there was a problem with the iPad combat compatibility, so all the iPad babies were like, What the fuck is going on with this thing? And they couldn't they couldn't get their uh, Battle of the Barracks hit. So uh the event was a little bit of a disaster, I think. Yeah, I mean it might be a smart I don't know if it's actually smart, but I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to just like monetize their shit. Yeah. So like, you know, they can actually make more money off of it i right. mean i i always want to you know even though it doesn't really make sense because it makes sense for you to monetize your shit because you're coming out with a video every week or something and getting a lot of views but mm-hmm. like i take a year or two to make a video and it's like 
oh, what, am I going to monetize it? So for yeah. once, instead of putting on Thrasher just to get, like, fucking $200 out of it, it's, like, stupid. Now, well, also, you're, you're like, if you make a skate video, it's also an ad for products. Right. Like, so, I, I mean, I don't, I, I occasionally will sell t-shirts or something, but, like, my job is entertainment, you know. My, my, the final product is the video itself. So, yeah. like, if you're, if you're dropping a skate video and, like, most skate videos, what, you're only, like, best case scenario, maybe you get, like, if you fucking, the YouTube algorithm blesses you and you have some epic dudes on your team and possibly ladies, um, you get like 300k or something, which would be dope. Um, but in most situations, like you drop a skate vid, and if it's like pretty good, it gets like 50k, which is like 200 bucks in ad revenue anyway, assuming you use licensed songs and shit. So it's like every single week, I do two videos because I do one for Patreon as well. So it's like every single week, I have to like, you know, that's that's the final frontier is is the video itself. But yeah. I'm like I'm pretty lax on the ads on YouTube. I I don't do like mid rolls or anything unless I collaborate with somebody and I need to pay them. Um, but I just do like one ad in the beginning and one ad in the end of like like thirty or four minute thirty or forty minutes of uh, content, which I've deemed in my mind is fair. Hey, no criticism. I say get paid. You know. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. it's a tough game out there. So I say do whatever you can. Yeah, but, I mean it's it's tough to get paid and and not be annoying about it. Right. <laughs> That's the tough the tough thing. But I think that if you purposefully are not annoying and people like you then they will find a way to give you money. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean the the purposefully not annoying. I know we got to look into that. God. Can you can you write that down actually? I'm going to write that down real quick. Um yeah, no, there's something about your content that I think speaks with a lot of people that, you know, I mean, I know for myself, it's like I listen to your stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not crazy. Me and my mm-hmm. friends are not the only ones thinking all of this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's just some sort of, uh, you know, some serotonin gets right. released when, when you just realize that fact, you know? Yeah, I think um, it's a and big... It- it's a big thing that, like, because skate- the skateboarding industry is pretty small and, like, the past, like, entertainers or whatever, like, um, like Ted Barrow or, like, Weck or, like, Gary Rogers, people like that who are supposed to be, like, these speakers of truth and, like, an industry of people who are, like, silenced by their sponsors or, you know, who whoever's funding them because that affects this other guy that you're on the team with so you can't say yeah. anything about him. You know, the chain of the grapevine, the chain, blah, 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 blah. Um, so nobody can say anything publicly, really. And it's like the people I think that do have, the, are so few that can say anything that like, I and I think people get obsessed with them. So they like, they burn out um, like pretty fast. And like, I'm just trying to figure out how I can, I can not burn out. And I kind of, part of me like wishes that there was somebody else who also like was not in the industry that could sort of like, say whatever they wanted because i do think it's a a, like it's it's very true that you just you do want to feel like you're you're not crazy and that's why literally why i started doing what i what i was doing because i was like there's like nobody who just says their honest opinions uh, about skateboarding and now like seeing a lot of the industry i completely understand why um but the industry has like a 
a way of like kind of pulling you in and using you and then like silencing you. Like we were talking about Gary Rogers earlier and it's like, he's mm-hmm. still doing his thing, but he's not like he's on thrasher, you know? And yeah. when he does say something about somebody, he's like kind of nice about it and doesn't really say anything like that's that crazy directly or, or anything like that. He's pretty like, uh, like, Oh, you're crazy. Just kidding though. Like that, that kind of thing, you know? No, it is a way of just uh, saturating the content. I mean, it's it's. I mean, but people, it's because people all like you at first because you're like doing this thing that's so radical, subversive, and different. And then after a certain point, I think a lot of people are like, "Well, I actually want to get paid from this." But that's what the good thing about you is that you have your own support group, so yeah. you don't even need that. Is the thing. So yeah. That's why I've said no to like all industry stuff is because like the people that pay me to do what I do, um, it's like I, they pay me to like not be paid by Spitfire or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I take my money from from my fans, then I can do this as a job and I can do two videos a week and I don't have to I don't have to make sure that I don't say anything naughty about, you know, any of the 800 people that Spitfire employs. Yeah, these alleged eight hundred gatekeepers over at Spitfire, the gatekeepers. Yeah. We're about Christ. to I run keep out of time on this meeting, by the way. I know that's what yeah. I'm saying. We need to take a quick break, mm-hmm. and then if you're down, you know, come back, and then we'll finish the second half. Sounds good. All right, stay tuned. Uh, yeah, and we are back. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That was a good piss break. That was a great piss break. Mm-hmm. The kind of piss break I've been pissing about. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I've been pissing a lot. <laughs> I know prostate problems could be can be funny, dude. That's what that's what Zachary Jumper told us. He likes it, Zachary Jumper. But anyhow, anyhow, we are back. We are back with our very special guest, mm-hmm. the gifted hater himself. Yo, Mister Hater. Yeah, not to I be com- not to be confused with Bill Hater. Okay, Mm-mm, don't don't go confusing. Yeah, it's funny. People will say that to me, Mister Mister Hater, and I'm like, how did this? How did this happen? How, did, <laughs> how the fuck did this is my trajectory of my life? First name gifted, last yeah. name hater. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had in my defense I had to change it cuz YouTube was blacklisting me cuz my original name was 1800 nipples. Mm. <laughs> Which I yeah. wish that I wish that was allowed. Uh, Mr. Mr. Nipples, that would be a nice way of yeah. being greeted. Yeah, that's a yeah, good mi- ring to it. Mr. Nipples does sound better than Mr. Hater for sure. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like a you know people that have cats will name them all kinds of fucked up shit like Mister <gasps> oh, n- Mister Nipples. Mister Nipples, get down <laughs> yeah. from there. <laughs> Were they just uh, not letting your algorithms get out there? What was the deal? Yeah, no, the YouTube didn't like the uh, the nipple username too much. Mm. They weren't they weren't feeling that. However, I think I, the only time I've ever been mentioned in a Thrasher magazine, to my knowledge, I am being referred to by my uh, original name as 1-800-NIPPLES, which is pretty sick. Dude, hell yeah. That is pretty sick. Yeah, I was just, you know, uh, happy that, uh, you know, like I said, the hate, the 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 T-Eddy Awards, just to be even acknowledged in the first place, getting the award Freaks and Geeks mm. for Fancy Lad. I was like, fucking finally. God damn it, T-Eddy. <laughs> Took you what long is, enough. What is T-Eddy? I think it stands for the editor. Oh, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Got it. But I'm not. I'm not that. I. I really don't know anything. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you this because when I met uh, Burnett, he asked me this uh, when I, uh, you know, had a little criticism. I didn't even have a criticism. I just had an opinion <laughs> about his King of the Road that he made, and uh, I thought I thought it was pretty funny. I said to him. I met him and I said, you know what I love about King of the Road? You take, you know, the, the world's top pros and you force them to be creative based mm-hmm. on a point system. Yeah. I love it. And his response was, boy, where'd you learn how to hate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so where where did you learn how to hate? Um, well, I don't. I don't know. I think, uh, I think I was a natural born hater, uh, definitely. Uh, but uh, you know, I guess it's a nature versus nurture situation. I definitely, um, I had a, a my, I, I still have a dad. My dad is a, he's British, um, and he's he's like he's he's kind of an original hater, like an old school hater. Um, one of the great, uh, one of the great road ragers um, that I've ever been in a car with. Um, he's he's a good, he's a proper hater. He's like, he's very intelligent with his criticisms of things, and he's like, he's very funny. Obviously, the English accent is like a pretty significant advantage uh, to most people, but um, well, for most Americans that hear him. But yeah, he's. I think I probably drew a lot of inspiration from him as like being kind of a. <laughs> kind of a, a a moody like single dad i think a lot of things pissed him off a lot and especially my friend group as well like we were just into like hating on things you know that was just that was just what we we always liked doing and um and and i i so i just have you know decades of of practice at, at turning my nose up at, at stuff and i i i think you know there's people out there that think that haters are, uh, you know, awful and they don't they don't contribute anything. But um, I think that you know having haters is a is a valuable they're a valuable asset to uh, to general society. They help progress. I think so too. I I think so too. And if you can be receptive to haters, like I have I I have some haters. You know, um, I read my YouTube comments. I I see the 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 people that that are upset with me, and I. I read what they have to say, and I, I try to take as much of it on board as I can. Um, but you—that's another thing. You gotta not—you gotta know the difference between a good hater and like the just schizo posters that are down there. I've got this guy that's been hate watching my videos since I fucking started, pretty much, and he always <laughs> leaves an ins- a fucking crazy comment. Um, and and for a while they were like kind of worrying me. I'm like, am I am I bad? Am I like a bad person? <laughs> Um, but no, this, this dude is just has like the most epic hard on for me. Um, and he's always commenting some nutso shit. What's, what's the most common, uh, hate that you get out there? Um, well, you know, it used, I'm going to be honest. It used to be a lot more than it is now. Um, which I think is probably a combination of the fact that like, I'm relatively established at this point and, I'm also, I think, a little bit more responsible with uh, my verbal poison than I uh, than I used to be, or at least I know how to package it a little bit better at this point. But um, usually, just like you know, who the fuck is this kid sitting in his room? Who who decided that he gets to like 
decide what's what's cool and not which is obviously like totally you know baseless it's like it's youtube yeah. you know the people who yeah. watch me decided that i get to do this um or else they right. wouldn't show up so it's sort of like a democratic situation but yeah i mean that's that's the most common one is like who's this corny white boy <laughs> on a yeah. webcam who thinks he knows what's up that's pretty much it seems like petty jealousy if you ask me <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's the number one thing that that people will say is, "Oh, you don't you don't like this guy? You simply must be jealous." Well, <laughs> you, you know, I would say, I mean, uh, there's uh, the only relatable thing I can think of is, you know, all the time the most hateable thing that is low-hanging fruit for people to say about us is that we are way better than those guys at skating. Why the fuck are they on Thrasher? You know, <laughs> but I mean, there's a reason it's because you put in the work, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, it's so, it's so weird. I think it, it does help to, I don't know if we talked about this earlier, but it definitely helps in skateboarding. This is kind of a topic that I've been like exploring a little bit because there are other YouTubers on the platform now that do skateboarding stuff that is more, not exactly like my videos, but like more of a, like a similar sort of variety um, which is like in skateboarding, what do you have to prove about yourself in order to be like taken seriously as like a commentator or as a voice of opinion in, in the, in the skate scene? Because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know there's a lot of skaters that are basically like, you know, if you can't prove that you can skateboard, then, then why the fuck would, would anybody listen to you? And like, I don't believe that you need to be good to be taken seriously in skateboarding but i think yeah. that you have to have been around skateboarding for a long time and you have to have to care about it which is ultimately like kind of redundant because i think that if you have paid attention to skateboarding for a long time and it, you do care about it then that'll be reflected within like the quality of your your own opinions and 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 your observations so um, I don't know. You don't. I don't think you have to be good, but like, I think that if you want to make videos about skateboarding um, and put yourself out there as having an opinion, when people have been like, you know, fucking dieharding this shit for like their entire lives, like if you think you're going to be able to like get on and talk about uh, you talk about it with any sort of authority when you've only been into it for two years, then you know it's going to be pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. A lot of art critics, you know, don't even. Uh, they're not fine artists themselves they're just uh <laughs> they've studied art history and they they know everything about the uh you know the 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 medium and <laughs> i mean i'm i'm dead serious and you know and why are you laughing pablo it sounds you know, it sounds like a, a dig at ted barrow or something no 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 i mean well he is yeah he's that's what he went to school for, right? Art yeah, yeah. That's I thought maybe you had like a beef with with Ted Barrow or something. No, no, I back okay. the dude, even okay, though uh, you know I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't. He he's he's disappeared now. Like I don't know. He I think he got like fired from his job or something because of his yeah. Instagram. His account got he got he got hit with a band hammer, and yeah, I think he got hit with a band hammer at worky too. I think he got a little carried away there. <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy. It's also like the uh, you know the 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 
the Pollock thing where it's like, oh, my kid could have painted that. Well, yeah. yeah. Why, di- why didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Why, why didn't your kid do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, people that say that stuff, it's like, yeah, that's like a, it's, it's a totally suitable retort to be like, well, you didn't do it slash um, like, why didn't your kid do it? But it's also like anybody who says that is like totally inept at consuming art, obviously, because if you look or, at like right. a proper, like non-objective painting versus like something like a four-year-old does, um, it's pretty obvious if you spent more than five minutes looking at art that they are not, not the same thing at all. And that's going to sound really pretentious to people who don't know anything about it. And that's, that's the huge <laughs> divide is people that, that think that art is like all a fucking scam. And there is a lot of scammy shit with art, but like people mm-hmm. that don't know anything about it, like that's what they see. They think that they see the truth in it. They're like, everybody that cares about this is a fucking idiot. And then the people that care about it are like, no, you're the fucking idiot. And so it's like two groups of people that will never get along. Yeah, it's true. It's just like that fucker Vincent Van Gogh cut off his ear for attention, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. What a fucking... I hate people like that. Such a fucking tryhard. Yeah. Cutting off your ear. But no, I have friends like Mike Lindquist who knows everything about skateboarding. See, I mean, I call you a skateboard journalist because you, you give people a lot of facts, a lot of, like, actually research material about skateboarding that I don't think that the general public really knows. Yeah, I try to I try to do a, a little bit of research um, here and there. You know, other times I'm like totally just talking out of my ass. But like, especially when I when I talk about something that maybe like is a little bit more sensitive, I try to like um, interlace some some factual information with it. Because um, that is another thing is that there's a lot of like super duper diehard skateboarding fans that know a lot more than me. That know like way 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 more than me. And I think that from an entertainment aspect that can be like the thorn in like in their side or, or their, their downfall a little bit, which is that like they focus too much on educating people and get sort of Mm -hmm. up their own ass in like kind of like an academic way about skateboarding. And I don't think that that's what most skateboarders want to listen to or, or, or to consume. Like they, I think like most people, they, they just want to be entertained. Yeah. But, you know, aside from skateboarding, I've noticed that you focus a lot on people's fits. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my friend Matt Tomasello told me that fashion was a construct. He, wanted, <laughs> he would he, say that, wouldn't he? he yeah, he wanted, me, he, he wanted me to tell you that. But I don't know if you can trust him that much because he also said style's a construct, which I don't really believe in. I well... Don't be- you know, I, I think that the thing about that, is, and this is going to sound maybe like kind of a cop out, is that somebody like Matt Tomasello is like obviously so focused on like the act of like skateboarding and creating like some absurd monstrosity uh, of a trick that there there is no time for anything other than like, you know, kickflip under flipping like a, a bike ch- chain mechanical system dark slide you know to fakey like whatever whatever it is that he's doing like there is no time for anything other than that there couldn't possibly be any time for other than that or anything other than that so obviously he thinks that but then again that this is the cop-out is that is kind of a style in of itself having no style Mm -hmm. is is a style um and you could like i guess you could go round in circles about that forever but 
I mean, if you're going to talk, like think, just think about it from my perspective, whether or not I actually believe that style is important, like your fits, like you could, I could be lying this entire time. If I'm going to sit in front of a computer and watch fucking skateboarding videos for who knows how long I'll be doing this. I'm going to need to talk about something that's happening on screen. And one of the most prevalent things that's happening on screen is the clothes that the person is wearing. So whether or not it's important to you personally, that's entirely up to you. However, if somebody has to be entertaining and has to fucking have some sort of commentary on the thing that's happening in front of him, I think you could understand why I, you know, reference fashion so much, even though I don't know anything. Well, I think that's, I mean, we've always, we've talked about this before. I think that, uh, you know, like people like skaters care about their pants so much because people spend so much time just looking at their legs. That's what they're looking at is their legs. Yeah, and their, their, it takes their feet, up a lot of I mean? real estate on the uh, on the, the on the old fish there. eye there. You know, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so you really got to work on those. You know, so that's why when people if they're skating with no shirt on, people think usually it's that they're warm, but typically it's because they spend so much money on the bottom half of their fit. They said I can't <laughs> afford the top half. <laughs> But the, yeah, the jeans look the jeans looking good though. I have a I have a similar theory about um about street league contests is it's sort of like the the meta for the contest skaters to wear all black with with white shoes and I think it's to design it's designed so that the viewer stares primarily at the skateboard you know so like people that are behind the scenes that like do plays and stuff like the stage hands they run across right. and, and all, all black. black and they try to move all the furniture out of the way i think that's a similar thing as the skaters are doing except they just yeah. want people looking at their board so they do white shoes with with all black but i mean it obviously it obviously fucking matters i mean there's even from my own personal experience like i can tell you like sometimes depending on which pants i wear i just feel more inclined to try like an inward heel flip or something or like i feel mm-hmm. like my back tail is is more powerful today based off of uh based off of my fit and there's no physical uh evidence or explanation for that but i mean Human psychology is weird as fuck. So if I saw, like, I don't know, some dude doing an epic back tail in a pair of really baggy pants, and I happen to be wearing some similar colored or very baggy pants that might be playing in my mind, and I might be able to project myself onto that person, and and I'll be doing good back tails that day. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Skateboarding's ninety percent mental. Yeah, I mean that's why whenever I I like <laughs> physical, I've been skating full grip recently because it makes me feel like a ledge gangster. Full grip? Yeah, full grip. I look down, I'm like, damn, I'm good at skating ledges. And then I go and I pop. I'm like, wait a minute. Damn. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh, wait, hold up. Do you usually cut your grip up? Well, I, I was for a while. But yeah, recently I've just been doing full grip just because yeah. like, it just feels like more like it just feels more comfortable like looking at it. I've been rocking full grip lately, too. Yeah. Yeah, go I through only... phases. I, yeah, I was going to say, I used to hate looking down at my board with full grip, but now I started doing it just because I've been breaking so many boards. I yeah, just, you're not I get, wasting I'm all getting that so time. sick of taking all this energy to put a grip job when I break the board right. the next day. He's not even cutting the grip loose from the roll. He's just skating with the roll flopping behind <laughs> exactly. him. Exactly. It's like a little like, yep. toilet paper trail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it has, a, it has a string on the roll tied like a just married car that's driving yeah. away. <laughs> Yeah, usually yeah. I think the the dudes like I worked at a skate shop with a dude like this, but the guys that spend like four hours on their grip tape are the dudes with like shaped boards that like are fucking like chronic early grabbers. Yeah, you know well, they're they're, never... they're going they're yeah they're changing a board once a year. 
I was going to say, so they're never going to break. They're never <laughs> yeah. going to break their board. So, right. yeah, you're going to want to be looking down at that for a year at least. Yeah. Defo. <laughs> there, but also, you know, this I was just curious because it seems like from my perspective that you're a creative skater. One could say, I don't know if I can compete with the, uh, the fancy lad level, but, uh, I, I, I try to not do the same shit as every single other person is doing. Yeah. But then I'm sometimes surprised by your, your criticisms because I feel like sometimes the most creative tricks are your illegal tier tricks on certain videos. So I think, it, I mean, I understand it seems like you're a traditionalist, mm-hmm. but it seems like I understand from your perspective of, you know, viewing skateboarding at a professional level, Yeah, seems like almost the creative tricks are not valued as much. It really, it really, really, really depends on, on who is doing it in, in my opinion. Um, and like. I mean, there's so many factors. Like, for example, uh, I think that, you know, probably when 90-plus percent of skateboarders do a willy grind, it usually looks pretty bad just because the trick itself, there's it's sort of unbecoming the way that it sags off at the back. Mm-hmm. But there mm-hmm. are, like, willy grind specialists like that. You guys know that kid, Kyoto? The Is short... The short guy, he's Asian. He skates in New York City. I was going to say, is he the one who did the willy grind on that outledge? Yes. Yeah, in New York? Yeah, yeah, I know the one. He just has a special skill for for willy grinds, and it might be that he's he's kind of shorter, and he wears, like, baggy jeans. And, like, there's just something about the visual of it that is pleasing, and it, like, it is cool, and he's got, like, kind of a weirder trick selection. So it all makes sense... In, in context, I think there's very few people that can do a willy grind that is, like, as legit as as the way he does it. But then there could be, like, another guy that, that does a, a, a willy grind, and I, I would hate it. I mean, there are guys that do willy grinds, and I hate it. So it is, like, definitely on a, on a case-by-case basis. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, definitely. Um but it really, it honestly, the only answer I can give you is it just like it super duper depends for me. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, it first stuck out to me because I met Nick Garcia and I said, "Oh my God, it's my new best friend, Nick Garcia." I met him on Edney's trip that they were taking. And yeah, then he did. He did that uh, gorilla lift over the picnic table, and I was oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "Oh my God, this is one of my favorite tricks in this part. I can't believe you did that." And then you were like. Yeah, no, I don't know about this gorilla shit over this picnic table. <laughs> this isn't gonna cut it. And I was like, "My brother in Christ, I thought, I thought we were cut from the same cloth." Yeah, I mean, I, if, I, I can't hit it a hundred percent of the time, of course, but I think that, like, you know, a trick like that is just like, it's, it's, you're really what you're looking at is like. You call it like a gorilla lift or whatever it's called because it's literally like monkey strength, you know? Like you just like grab onto the sides of it. So like a trick like that, I would almost qualify or I would think about it as as like a stunt. Um, It's like impressive in that it's like so incredibly like off the wall and kind of random. But in terms of like 
the way that it looks, I don't think that there's anything like flattering or particularly graceful about like the sides of somebody's shoes, like curling over the edges of, of a skateboard, trying to like jump over uh, a picnic table. So, you know, it's all, it's all subjective. I think that that one just was a, <laughs> a little bit on the ugly side to me. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes the other thing is that like, I can appreciate how probably insanely difficult that is, but I also do have to be entertaining. And in terms of like entertaining content, that is just that. I mean, that's a, that's a sitting duck for a joke, you know? Yeah. I'm impressed. They didn't focus his board when he landed, honestly. Yeah, it was, uh, it it is, it actually is like, if you do want to focus your board, I'm sure you guys know that, but like the, the heels in the center is by far the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Going down double balls. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, they go straight up to your legs. That leads the rest of your body there, you know? You don't want to do it with your toes. Yeah. Yeah, all the power, like, right right in the center. Yeah, you're totally right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we were just, you know, uh, we're always valuing over here. We just, if there's an NBD... Even if it doesn't look as good, we're like, mm-hmm. that's more valuable to us than somebody just mindlessly doing the same tricks that everybody else is doing all the sure. time. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I can definitely, I can, I can, I can, uh, I can empathize with that. Um, but the, the other thing, I think that Nick Garcia part in particular, it was like, there was some stuff about it that I really did like. And then there were certain things that I, th- think that like he got in his own head a little bit about trying to be creative you know because i i don't i mean i already did like a review on the part but like when it comes to creative tricks i think that they're 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 justifiable as long as they can be like executed with like some degree of finesse you know if you're doing creative tricks but they they look like shit then in my value system i'm just like i don't i don't really care that much um, if you're super creative, but it, it makes my eyes bleed. That's just, you know, my value system. I don't really, you know, care yeah. about like quadruple kickflips if they look horrible. No, I hear you. Uh, you know that uh, that uh, bar for aesthetics. Um, except don't don't let Jeff one song hear that. But um, <laughs> um, no, I like the uh, I like the uh, yeah the uh, the the. Sodi guessing and then the I like I really like the 2021 actual uh gifted hater awards but I noticed that you didn't have an actual Wody in there. You didn't actually yeah, have a well, tier for worst skater of the year. Oh, which oh, oh I, I thought you were going to say woman of the year or something. No, 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 Wody. <laughs> oh, okay. Worst. Okay. Cuz uh you know instead of the goat, the woat. Yeah, you know worst of all time. I, I, you, I, maybe I, I flopped on, on that one a little bit, but sometimes when I do my positive videos, you know, there's supposed to be a break from shitting on over it, all over everything. So, mm. cause I do get comments sometimes that are like, does this fucking guy like anything? And I'm like, yeah, I do. So then I do a fucking video where I'm like, here's my, you know, my, my favorites so far or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think a, a, a worst of the year could, could be good. I just, I, my channel is big now, and I do sometimes I do feel bad, you know, if uh, you know people are flooding Ryan Desenzo's Instagram page with like, guess what? You made fucking worst skater of the year on Gifted Haters channel. I'm like, well, I just look like a fucking dick now that like you got bombarded with with hate mail essentially. 
Yeah, but between so, you and me, who's the who's the running Wody? Yeah, between you and me and yeah. and the mm-hmm. uh, the I'm five t- million I'm, Walmart I'm gonna, play listeners. Yeah, I'm gonna turn off my headphones real quick, so I'm not gonna hear this. <laughs> okay. Uh worst like, just like personality and like skater, or just like yeah, worst yeah. style, or like just All overall around. worst. All around. Oh, man, the worst of them all. I mean, I have some, like, go-tos. I really... Oh, my God. I need to leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fuck. See, I want to, like, come up with new ones so I don't keep saying the same thing, but... I will. I'll just say this briefly because you did mention Jeff Wan's song. I think that he is like such a antichrist of skateboarding and does is 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 like the epitome of like bad style and like low pop and quadruple flips and stuff. That I actually like his skateboarding because he is the the represent. He's basically like the representation of of all like skateboarding sins amalgamated into into one individual so i kind of fuck with him for that reason but in terms of the worst i i like i really don't like oh like cody mcintyre is pretty horrible elijah burl's pretty horrible um i'd say those are my 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 top two i mean right off the top of my head i really just hate how like self-assured cody mcintyre is while also just doing like the worst combos ever that are like not even hard a lot of what he does isn't hard and he like pushes around on his board like he's got a fucking six foot cock and it's just like dude you just like fucking kickflip manualed your way from like one quarter pipe to the other it's like that's this is like why you skate for blind you know because you don't have any self-awareness whatsoever so um i'll i'll say him uh (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i was gonna i was gonna say it's gotta be burberry for me that guy oh, just, really i just i there's just something about that guy that is just the epitome yeah. of public enemy yeah something about that boy ain't right i agree <laughs> number one i fucking agree my video just got fucking demonetized what did i do guys oh no did Whatever. you use five seconds of a song that was copyrighted no, it, it's it's uh, the video is limited due to identified as not suitable for most advertisers. Oh, I did don't. you say it was suitable for kids? And then you were no, I never say that. No, no, no. I say no children, no children, please. Yeah, no, I don't want any children to watch my videos. There's way too much cursing and blinding happening for for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've been they've been uh, they've been going kind of ham on the uh, re- removing the the. The ads and and what they do is over there at fucking Google, the geniuses is they remove they automatically make your video not sustainable for ads and then some shithead watches it by hand a week later and then once it's already run its course in the algorithm you know you get your like you know X amount of views which you could have been making money off of then they're like oh no we were wrong actually the robot was wrong so you've been reinstated but then there's about you know four hundred views left on the fucking thing so you make nine cents mm. yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone gives a shit about my YouTuber problems, but yeah. Hey, I mean, we hey, we every time we stream on YouTube, people send us money in the chat, and we don't know if we've been getting it or not. I checked, and I I can't find it anywhere. Hmm. Really? Where does it, where yeah. does it go? <laughs> where does the digital money go? And that's why we got you here on the podcast. Yeah, really, yeah. you know, where's our digital money been going? 
Because I want that $20. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. No, I, I'm pissed. I, I, I get it. I, we, I do some stupid podcasts with my friends and, uh, some it's so there's like there we have to make like a canadian bank account or something because some dude in canada sent us money with like a weird service i'm like this is a disaster how has this not been figured out so you had to open a canadian bank account to get well, money from that guy so you we haven't se- done it uh, we i was done gonna it. say so you have a secret podcast oh no and you said it was stupid you said, yeah, you, I, have a uh, you said stupid podcast. Yeah, you kind of phrased it like this. like, oh, I know, I get it. I also <sighs> have a stupid podcast. No, 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 no. It was nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, no, I wasn't saying anything about your podcast. Not that I'm into like going on stupid podcasts or anything. But um, no, it's just like, uh, I don't know. We we're kind of it. I, I think some people when they do discover it, they're like, oh, my God, this is kind of like gnarly but they're my friends so like i don't i don't really fully understand why it's gnarly so Mm. i try to keep it like somewhat under wraps but the people that really like it really like it so um i'm happy about that but yeah we got like 20 bucks from a canadian guy and uh we don't know how to get it pretty much so nobody's making a bank account for 20 bucks so it's just sitting in internet money limbo yeah that's pretty cool have you ever thought about having a asking steve barrett to just do like an interview with you um just because i I think that i think that just that that natural conflict would be just yeah i kind of want to collab low-key next level (laughs) like it would just the asses would be in the seats to show up for that Mm -hmm. if if yeah definitely well that's that's something you know i like i would love to talk to steve about is like you know what dude we are like we're internet enemies. Um, the, I'm the Joker. You're Batman. Yeah. If the Batman was if Batman was Scientologist, then yeah. But um, we need each other. Though I agree, we do need each other. And I'm like, dude, p- like if you put me in battle at the barracks, like you already have an influencer section. Do you know, how, like horny everybody would be for that. Like it, like that would. It's it's just. It's, and that's the problem with the barracks is he's not they're not making those kinds of decisions. They're playing it too safe. Mm. Get the psychopath with the YouTube channel. Get him get him in the arena. You know, that'll get some, well, this is all about making money at the end of the day, right? You, you yeah. we need clicks. We need clicks. Yeah. Where, what clicks. do you think is gonna get you clicks? That's gonna get you the fucking clicks. So put Click, me in, Steve. Clicks and comments, <laughs> you know. Fucking yeah. Blueberry. Tons of comments. I can't believe this is happening, type of shit. So um yeah. Well, you know, I can't wait to see what's next for the gifted hater. Yeah. Oh, that little that little timer popped up again. <laughs> oh yeah, our little buddy is back, and you know what that means. How 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 did you know that was like a uh, an uh, an unwritten sign off? <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, I can't wait to see what's next. You know. Hey, well, yeah. hey, we'll, we'll let you go. <laughs> but I'm sure you have a million questions for us. Yeah. Where's Matt? <laughs> He's probably nestled all snug in his bed, yeah. just wearing his old Navy clothes and just thinking yeah. about how much uh, he's a big fan. OK, I will say that. Yeah. But that's the one thing he does not like. He does not like stuff. He does not like people with not that he doesn't like people with. He just doesn't think it's necessary at all. He just thinks yeah. it's like shouldn't be a part of skateboarding, skateboarding, skateboarding. Clothing right. or clothing. They're two whole separate things, you know? Mm. 
Mm, that's interesting because the people that do have that opinion are, are very steadfast about it, which I think just indicates that there's like a massive like philosophical difference about the way that they they view they view skateboarding, you know, um, which is like I just I like skateboarding, you know, for every little every little <laughs> ounce of juice that it's worth. And if I started ignoring outfits, I mean, I'm just. I'm leaving so much on the table, so not an Ooh. option for me. But um, you know, it's wor- It's definitely working for 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 Matt. So yeah, yeah, happy he's, for him. He's probably at home just jumping on his trampoline with his skateboard with no trucks and just just <laughs> having the time of his life. Oh I'm man, guessing. probably staring at the stars. Yeah, every time he does a backflip. <laughs> but there they are. But yeah, he he's a big fan. He was so uh, pumped when uh, I told him that you were going to be a guest on this podcast. So uh, he'll be listening. Sick. So What's if you want to talk any shit about him, yeah, say it now. Now's the time to do it because you got four minutes. I don't have I don't have shit to say about Matt. Honestly, he's he's dope as fuck. He's probably like uh, maybe the it's the best the best IG clipper in the game. Probably I don't I don't think anybody uh, anybody does it on the gram like Matt. And not, not, I don't even mean that in a condescending way, but like, I mean, if there are just certain tricks that like the Instagram universe will go haywire for, and that's pretty much like anything Matt does. Yeah, it's true. That's crazy. Can, he'll not post for like months and then, and he's, then post and then it just blows up. Instantly. See, his whole thing is that he's all about just posting the clips and not, and just having. He thought the podcast was a mistake at first because now he actually really likes it. But mm. at first he was like, I'm all about the Heath Kirchart mysteriousness. You don't say anything and yeah. you just let your skate and do the talk, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that's a good way to go about it. If you're if you're Heath Kirchart, for sure. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> most of us aren't. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I, true. I need to get on camera and talk out of my ass to be a relevant human being, but I would definitely do it like Heath does if that was an option for me, but yeah, yeah we, de- definitely not. We have to get all vulnerable and uh, tear people's heartstrings. You know, that's what <laughs> we know. do over here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but like I said, uh, time's running out, so I just want to thank you again for being on the podcast. I had a great time. I had yeah, a great time. Yeah, this is sick. This is sick. Thank you for having me on. I love I love getting on a, a pod and drinking a Mountain Dew and shooting the shit with the boys. That's what I'm saying. The hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, guys. This was super fun. Thank you. And have well, a great evening. I will. I'll send you guys that uh, I'll send you guys that audio as soon as I get off. Thank you. And hell if yeah. we're ever in California, we'll hit you up. Maybe you'll uh go out and uh you know play some skateboarding with us. Ooh. Would love to. All right, I'll see you guys then. Yeah. Hell All yeah. right. All right. Bye. Peace, Peace. out, Joa. Later. Bye. Oh, God, that was great. Hey, you know what? That was great. I know who we were going to find. Mm-mm. Could have found anyone. You know, they call him Gifted Hater. They call him Gifted Nice Guy. Gifted Nice Guy, who's our new best friend. Gifted Nice Guy, new best friend. Hater. Hater. Last name Hater. Yeah. As we found out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just make so many new best friends on this podcast. Honestly, if it wasn't for the podcast, I'd have no friends. No. No, absolutely zero. Yeah. Me too. I was in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, because 
I mean, we wouldn't even consider each other friends. No. That's just a bit for the podcast. Yeah. Said, hey, we got an idea. We go on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. We try to get people involved in skateboarding. Yep. And we try to convince them to be our friends for one hour. One hour. Every week. Roughly. Yeah. Every, every week-ish. Yeah. And... uh it's kind of been working out. It's been working out pretty well, honestly. Yeah. We roll we we roll pretty deep now. Yeah. I just uh, you know, I don't I, I'm just, I don't know what to do now. I feel like I should just, you know, declare bankruptcy and just become a YouTuber full time and just see what how see where it takes me. Well, Joe it definitely makes it seem very easy. Yeah. He's like, you don't have to do much. All you do is show up and you talk into the microphone with a camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then you get a paycheck from all these loyal thousands of fans out there. I can't believe he figured out how to get YouTube to fork over that money. I know. Man, he's just he just knows what he's doing, apparently. Like he said, it must be the must be the fucking cl- Hey, must be the clickbait. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, that, that might be the gifted aspect of his name. Yeah, if you want to come and take a ride with me, smoke an ant on the back of the ping, ching, ching, oh, why do I feel this way? Hey, must be the clickbait. Exactly. Yep, good song. It's a great song. <laughs> and, you know, for everyone out there listening, mm-hmm. I would say go and subscribe to uh, Gifted Hater and his Patreon. But no, mm-hmm. I'm going to say subscribe to us. Yeah. And our Patreon. Yeah. And then maybe Gifted Hater. You know, if you, you know, if you have any. If you have extra money. If you have extra money. I don't know what kind of, you know, extra income you you have, you know. Yeah. Pocket, pocket money. Right. Exposable income. But we'll figure it out one day, you know. Don't oh, worry about us. We'll be just fine. Hopefully we don't figure it out on our deathbed just right before we die. No. I've got an idea. <laughs> do you think that do you think we should just try to like hopefully like Gary Rogers gets so big that mm-hmm. we could just collectively just the two of us take over a uh, skate line. Oh, you thinking like in like a trench coat situation? Yeah. And we just we, people just assume we're Gary Rogers? Yeah. I think that actually could work. I'm thinking, who's going to be on the bottom? Though? Who's going to be on the top? We'll have to switch off. All right, that that that's only fair. Every other word. Yeah. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Uh, yeah, obviously. I, don't, I honestly can't think of another way to do it. No, that's how we're going to do it. Okay, okay, good. Okay, good. All right, that's good. All right. All right, well, I mean, now that we got that figured out, I mm-hmm. think... Maybe wrap up the episode. Yeah, we probably should, but did you have anything you wanted to say? Or keep on rocking in a free world. I thought you might say that. Uh, Yeah.